Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Before Eyes, a podcast that takes you back in time to discuss the movies of yesteryear. I'm Robert Hollister, and with me always is Ben Palmer. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know, you're looking at your paper. I, I had to check out uh, a little note that I wrote earlier. Was it? Don't you're... worry about me. Okay, I'm not. Alright. Well, hey, what's up? Well, wait, we're not there yet. <laughs> All right. Come along with us as we crack the code and sneak the snuck with 1992's Sneakers. They found me. The government found me. You got your How you doing, Ben? Man, you know what? What's up? I'm doing pretty fucking good, considering uh, we might get blasted by a hurricane. It's true, Ben. Um, we might. This might be the last podcast we ever do. You know, you know, I was considering that earlier. Like, we should really try to like rush this out because there's a hurricane. By the way, this is Thursday, and uh, we're recording this, and there is a Category Five hurricane heading our way. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. It'll be here Sunday, sometime Sunday. It'll- yeah, but I think, I think we'll will it be fine or we won't. Yeah, well we're on the west coast and it looks like it's gonna be going up the east coast, but it is a big, it is, she, she she's a big fucker, man. She's she's a big one. So uh, you know if if this is the last, could you imagine this being the last recorded? <laughs> this could be this this, this is it. This could be potentially the this last the end of us dude. evidence of our life. Yeah, but uh, you know if that's the case, then uh, it's well worth it because we watched a great movie tonight. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was all right. It was pretty good. Uh, we could have watched way worse, so I'll take it. We could have. I don't remember anything else that we could have watched, but um, I'm guessing we're gonna be standing and doing this. There was some next Van Damme movie we could have done. Where he's in like the that ice ring. Uh, no, no, sudden death. We yeah. just no. We were just watching the trailer for that. For, oh, for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> for funsies. <laughs> yeah, we just watch trailers of old Jean Claude Van Damme movies <laughs> because that's what we do. Yep. Don't worry but, about us. Yeah, but uh, chances are we'll still be standing because pff, hurricanes, right? Exactly. And, you know, we got this fallout shelter that we record in anyway, so it's uh, all good. This thing is, it's proof of everything. I mean, waterproof, weatherproof, hurricane proof. Mm, probably not. <laughs> all right. Well, enough Jesus. Of, that's the real news, right, by the way, that's going on, is that there is a yeah. giant hurricane coming our way. But we're still doing this. We yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah. But you know what? That's not the real important news. You it know really what, isn't. You know what the real important news is? Tell me the first bit of real important news. I'll tell you the first bit of real important news. And this has to do with, what is wrong with that paper? You, I, <laughs> you handle it like it's... I don't like, want... Here, I don't <laughs> want this sound. Well, then don't... That's the sound I'm trying to avoid. So I'm gently... Caressing it. Well, you're <laughs> handling it like it's made of nuclear waste. Exactly. I have to move it two inches a minute or whatever. Jesus. Look, we'll get to that later. But for now, we're going to talk about our old friend... Colin Trevorrow. Oh, God. Colin Trevorrow. How he uh, backed out of episode nine? He has left episode nine. What's he nine. doing? What is he doing? I don't know. He is, you know, a mutual agreement over... Uh, Was it mutual? It's That's what they say. Uh, between Lucasfilms and himself, they had differing visions. When um, you say Lucasfilms, I, do you mean Disney films? Well, I really mean Disney, but, you know, <laughs> it's... Because Disney is the... Well, Disney is the father. Yeah. You know, they're the giant umbrella, obviously, that controls everything right. um, that we consume. Everything. Everything. But, yeah, no, but so Disney owns Lucasfilms, and Lucasfilms owns Colin Trevorrow, and they told him. <laughs> they used to. Yeah, they used to, and they're like, you know what? We just see things differently. See you later. Adios. Adios. Now, but here's the thing. So he's left, 
he's gone. And this isn't the first time, I mean, just a few months ago, uh, there was a shakeup also with the Han Solo solo flick. Right. When uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller were taken out. Right. And um, I just think it's strange because both, you know, all, all three of these directors, Trevorrow having done um, uh, Jurassic World and the upcoming sequel, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, my God. Right. I mean, <laughs> Jurassic World was pretty okay, I thought. Eh, it was all right. Yeah, it was okay. It but, was a fun role. Yeah, but, you know, he's been, I would say that he's on his way up. I mean, it was a good flick. And so on his way up and for them to cut him, it's strange. And also for them to cut uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Right who had done the Jump Street movies, yeah. Lego movie, you know, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. You know, yeah. it was... They have, a, they have a blemish in the record, but, it's, you know. did, have, did you see it? Yeah, it was, it was not good. It was all right. I, no, it was it not was, good. It was okay. But, you know, it's just, you know, they're cutting these people out. <clears throat> and it just seems, you know, it seems strange. It made sense when they kicked Josh Trank to the side back yeah. in 2015 after Fantastic Four. Ugh. Because that was garbage. And he also was a dick on social media. So, you know, it made sense for them to distance themselves from him. So how do you feel about... So with him being gone, do you think Ryan Johnson's taking nine? That's... Like, right now, that's that's what they're... It's potentially going to happen. But I don't want that to be the thing. I like the idea of having... Another Different directors, which each of the... uh, But, um, you know, the crazy thing is... And I didn't realize this. And I don't know if you realize this or not. Because we haven't talked about it at all. But do you know who came in to take over for phil lord and chris miller on the han solo solo movie i don't as director tell me are you ready for this I, you couldn't guess hold on i don't even want to guess ron howard ron howard is doing yeah. the solo solo movie right yeah the, the like, solo solo yeah, like the ron howard why i don't know isn't that crazy that's really crazy i, I didn't like what because I had seen like a little like news blurb okay. about how he was like um what like yeah yeah he was, he was like he was like oh teasing you Is know this confirmed yeah he's doing it oh what yeah <laughs> all right yeah it's crazy right I'm alright with that but it's weird though because you know it's not weird but it's just one of those things where it, they're taking they're taking these projects from you know the little guys yeah and giving them to the biggest guys Ron Howard yeah. I mean you know it's like he's a he's a big deal yeah I mean he was in Happy Days. <laughs> It's a he's a big fucking deal. I mean, his brother's even gonna be in the goddamn movie. Yeah, Clint Howard. That's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it no, happens. That's, that's cool though. Um, well, my other thing was uh, since we're already talking about Disney mm-hmm. owning everything, right? <laughs> yeah, they're pulling everything off Netflix. <sighs> I never got be- to watch the Fox and the Hound because they want to start their own streaming service. And you know, hey folks, let's pay another ten to fifteen dollars a month for something else, right? Like, yeah. come on, man! I'm already paying. I'm not paying for anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, right? I HBO have HBO Go. I I pay for all those actually. So yeah, yeah see, you're getting you're getting fucking nickel and dime, man. Dude, I know it's crazy. The I'm, man's getting it down. It sucks because you know it's it's just like you know it's kind of like. So the problems I have like the cable companies and stuff, you know, it's like you got to pay all the money for all the, you know, all these channels that you don't watch or whatever, because if you right. if you want to watch one fucking channel or one station or whatever network, what do they call them these days? <laughs> network. I don't think it's a network anymore. I don't know. They call it a channel. So they it's, call... a, it's a a station. Like if you were to ask a young person these days, like, hey, what channel is uh, 
preacher on. <laughs> Would they even know what the fuck you're talking about? Oh, I don't think so. Back, remember back in the day when is we it had... Ne- it is network. It has to be. Yeah, it's ne- yeah station maybe. Station? No. Station, station and channel? Both those are like outdated terms. Just like us. <sighs> Thanks but, for uh, listening, guys. <laughs> yeah. If we don't... Welcome, welcome to our station. <laughs> <laughs> the two guys for us channel. Station. Huh. Yep. Hmm. Anyway, but uh yeah, what do you what do you think about that though? Are you well are you gonna you're gonna pay it. I'm not you pay for all the things. No, I'm not gonna pay for Disney streaming. Why would I do Disney that? Disney Marvel? No, I mean So when the Punisher comes out and oh, it should be on Netflix. No, that's not gonna be the case, is it? Yeah. Is that gonna be part of the deal? They're pulling everything. Mm. Yep. That's what I read. Disney slash Marvel. I even wrote it down. Pulling off Netflix. I she wrote it down, that doesn't make it true. <laughs> well I also read it on the internet. It's uh, got to be true. That's not all. That's <laughs> potential. Okay, well, I guess that would be an issue because I definitely do want to keep on with the Netflix series because, you know, anything as far as their yeah. movies go, I mean, I, we just go to the theaters and right. see them anyway. Or... Well, the other thing, if if they pull all their Marvel off Netflix, who's going to pay for Netflix? What you, I mean, a lot of people still. I, I For what? I used, I've always, I pay for Netflix. What else do you watch? What do I watch on Netflix? Yeah. What do you want? What is the last thing you watched on Netflix? That's not Defenders because look, that's Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to look. I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> in my head right now of like the recently watched stuff, and I'm not proud to say what it is. Uh, you got that regrettable recently watched list, huh? No, I've been watching Animaniacs. Okay, so <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. It's a really terrible show, man. Yeah, it's really bad. I was thinking it was going to be How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. No, that's a great movie. Yeah. I, I, I own that on DVD. I don't need to watch it on uh, Netflix. My God. I know. Dude, come on. Well, who <laughs> who do we got in that movie? You got Kate Hudson, probably, and Matthew McConaughey, yeah. I think, right? That was back uh, rom-com Mc- McConaughey. Rom- it's kind of hard, hard to say. Rom McConaughey? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I think that's kind of shitty, man, because it's just kind of another, like you said, it's just another bill. It's another service. It's yeah. another service that you subscribe to each yep. month that, you get to, that comes out of your pocket when it could just be, you know, condensed. Under exactly. one super umbrella called Which, the cable company. Called Disney. Oh, God. Well, Disney's just kind of own it all anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, you know, I mean, if that's how I got to watch my... I guess it wouldn't be Netflix Marvel content, but if that's yep. how I have to watch Daredevil and Punisher. But I can't imagine... Right? It's hard to Punisher imagine. being on... It's like Disney streaming. Yeah. You know, instead of like Netflix, it'd be, you know, Disney's the Punisher, you know? <laughs> you get the little, like, Mickey Mouse, like... Yeah. Tinkerbell comes over yep. and waves her wand over the fucking the castle. Disney castle. The Disney castle. Is Fuck that... that Disney castle. Magic Kingdom. I don't know what it's called. Um, Speaking of Magic Kingdom. Oh, so you remember we had talked uh, a little while ago. Um, we sure did. We, we we talked pretty often. But um, a little while ago, it was uh, around S- around the Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, when they had the panels. Because I told you that Joe Sweden had come in to right. um, clean up. To you know, do some do some work. He's doing some maintenance on Justice. Doing League. some work on Justice League, and at that point, you know, he was just kind of coming in, like it was more of like a consultant or whatever. But the I, I meant to look it up earlier, but the uh, the actor that plays uh, Cyborg, you know, he stood up during the panel, and you know, he's like, oh yeah, you know, it's great to have Joe's come in and fix these prop, you know, make it tighter yeah, or yeah. whatever, you know, kind of like backtrack when he's saying, well, it's come out now that Joe Sweden has an official screenplay like writing credit. On oh, Justice they, League. Okay. So he's got an official credit so now. So he's he's written enough pages that they had to credit him. Right. So he's <laughs> so, no, he's not only just coming in to like help out with some stuff after the fact, right. but he's actually got a writing credit on 
the whole movie now. So the real question is, mm. which Joes are we getting? I don't know what that means. Age of Ultron Joes? Oh, okay. Or much to do about nothing Joes. Yeah. It's true. I hope it's Dr. Horrible's. Just put us right where, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is. What if it is just, like, a two-hour <laughs> episode of Buffy? Like, somehow they... All right with that. You know, they throw in all the characters. They change their names. You know, no longer do we have, you know, Wonder Woman and whatever. We just have, you know, Buffy and the other characters. I don't even... Willow. A- Angel. Spike. Lee. Giles. <laughs> Seth Green. What was this character's name? I don't Oz. Know. Oh, shit. How do you remember that? Moving on. Uh, <laughs> but Also uh, on recently watched Netflix. It's not. But, uh, you know, it's cool, though. Hey, on Joe Sweden, did you know that he wrote, and Disney, for that matter, did you know that he wrote Toy Story? Wait, the original Toy Story? Yeah. I did not know that. Well, he did. Good for Joe's. How about that? That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty good. Do you have a smooth way to transition to another point of news, or should I just... <laughs> Stumble on to the next bit that I have. Stumble on. Stumble away. I'm going to ask you. Okay, I got it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's so That's so normal. It's so good. So you've seen Suicide Squad. Uh, yep. Yeah. Did you like Jared Leto as the Joker? I can't say I hated him as the Joker. Mm-hmm. I just hated the character. Right. Okay. So that's a no, I guess. Now, how would you feel about the Joker three Being more him. times? I have a I have a big problem with that. Okay. Well, you know, it's too bad. Because it's, it's happening. It's happening. We're going to get two more versions of Jared Leto's Joker in the DCEU through the Suicide Squad sequel and the Harley Quinn spinoff. Okay. And that's going to be Jared Leto. But then there's another standalone Joker film that's oh, in good. production. Good. Did you hear about this? Did you yeah, hear about this? You the did? one that's breaking their... Uh... It's just not, it's a standalone completely, right? Yeah. It's not part of the universe. It's not, yeah, it's not part of the universe. And it's going to be an origin story yeah. of the Joker. Um, but it's just so crazy. Like, it's, the people that they have on board with it, uh, did you, did you see that? Did you read that far? Am I, am I, spo- am I telling you things for the first time? Or did you hear about this? This is it. This is the exclusive. See, two, not, two guys exclusive right well, here. It's not at all. <laughs> but, uh, no, they got a, a, what's his name? Um, the fella, so it's going to be written by Scott Silver, who penned uh, 8 Mile and The Fighter with, okay. uh, you know, The Fighter. That was uh, had Christian, that Batman in it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And also Todd Phillips, who did the Hangover trilogy and, you know, all right. that shit. So they're going to be penning the whole thing with Todd Phillips directing. Okay. And then Todd this Phillips. This is the origin one? Yeah, this is the origin. Okay. And then Todd Phillips is going to be producing, but the main producer is going to be Martin Scorsese. Okay. So, what do you think about all that? I guess it really depends on their choice of the Joker, though. Mm-hmm. It really does. Well, I mean, you got a you got a good writing team, right? So as long as you have the the backbone, then I guess uh, as mm-hmm. long as you have a strong actor. Yeah. Now, who would you like to see play the Joker in an origin film? Which, which I imagine, I would hope, if they're gonna do a Joker origin, it would be close to like the Killing Joke, right? You know that story. I mean, that's yeah. the only. That's but you a, still want someone kind of young. Mm-hmm. Because if it's going to be an origin, it's going to have to trace his transformation from, you know, right, whatever his, from no-name man to... Fuck the, it. Let's let's go Johnny Depp, baby. Mm. Captain Jack Sparrow. I mean, he's got the range, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you've seen him. Ooh, boy. Man, that guy, that guy's range. Mm. But I don't know, man. I don't want to go too young because then you, you get, 
then it's like you got a bunch of kids and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But the the internet's, you know, full of rumors, obviously, and of people trying to, you know, who could it be? And people are saying uh, that, you know, old Leo, Leo D. Uh, Caprio. People were talking Leo, like, before uh, Suicide Squad even, like, he was rumored, like, way back then. Yeah. I mean, he's always, yeah. But, I mean, with... But I feel like he's too old. I don't think so, man. He's a young-looking buck, you know? And I think, you know, yeah. with his buddy old uh, Marty, you know? I mean, he's worked at Martin Scorsese dozens of... Not dozens, but, like, at least three times at, that I could think of. At least a dozen. Yep. You know what else makes me feel old? What's that? Every time we talk about James Bond, mm. which we're about to do right now. Oh, yes. Have you heard about this? No. You tried, latest... to, you tried to tell me earlier, but I just shushed you. It's the, <laughs> la- the latest Bond news. Yeah. Uh... There's a bidding war for the next movie, mm-hmm. um, and apparently, it's between everyone. But the like between oh, between companies or yeah, like, like uh, who's gonna actually like uh, distribute and do the movie? So well, hasn't it's always been uh, MGM, right? Yeah, it's been uh, Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Actually, no, oh, my bad. Uh, but yeah, apparently Sony Universal, Apple, and Amazon all want to get a piece of this pie. So it's a bidding war, and apparently. The Bond franchise is worth between two to five billion dollars. What? And uh, the reason a lot of people are trying to bid is because they feel like they're close-minded and not having an expanded universe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so they want to yeah. they want to buy it out and expand. And do on. spinoffs and do all kinds of do it. You know, a show about mm-hmm. you know Q. You know, or you know whoever. Like, but that's pretty much Jaws. Yeah. So pretty much everyone's <laughs> saying like. Oddball. You don't just have to have the James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. You can have all these other things. Right. You that. could like you could have a movie just on like the MI6. Yeah. You know, just his car. His... Literally, just his his car sitting there. Mm, you you could. could have a whole show about that. You could. I mean, you know, there are. You know, what about the other agents? You know, in the agency. You know, what about 006 and 009? But not <laughs> not 008 though, because that was Sean Bean. I thought he was six. Who cares? Sean Bean was six, actually. <laughs> I remember our GoldenEye episode. Look, that was a year ago, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or two weeks ago, if you're listening. Um, but, uh, no, and I'm pretty sure it was MGM United Artists that used to, because they produced, or not produced, they uh, distributed the uh, the GoldenEye movie. Huh, I don't, I guess. But uh, what I read was, I mean, that was like Warner Brothers 20 is, years ago, is so. doing it now, yeah, apparently, but, yeah. Who gives a shit? Whatever. Two to five billion dollars. That's a lot for a for a Bond franchise, folks. But it does make sense though, because like I mean, like you're saying, that's a very like untapped universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like I'd like to get it and just tap that universe. I just want to tap. You know, just rip it open and just <laughs> drink it. You know, because I mean, there's so yeah, much. Exactly. You know, the cup overfloweth with stories and ideas that James <laughs> Bond could be not a part of. Yeah. Which everyone's excited to see, right? Watch M do her thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Watch British politics. That's stupid. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, I get it. Like, there's a whole universe that could be explored, but at the same right. time, you're not watching James Bond for, like, the shit that goes on in the background. You're watching James Bond for James fucking Bond. Yeah, you're like, what's up, brother? You know, the the, the, the movies aren't titled, you know, <laughs> MI6 and M and Q do things with James Bond also. Another you know? goofy adventure with the <laughs> MI squad. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, great. If they want to fight over that to expand on the universe, that's fine. I'm not going to watch it, probably. I'm just going to watch the James Bond movies because that's 
That's what I care about. There you go. And, and I hardly even care about James Bond. But an adventurer that I do care about who will be getting back on the big screen in the year 2020. Are you ready for this? It's Indiana Jones. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I, I remember uh, hearing a little bit about this. Yeah, you did, probably, because you have ears and you listen to things. And, and Harrison Ford's is not dead yet. And Harrison Ford's not dead, and he's going to be uh, Indiana Jones. But you know who's not going to be back? Shia LaBeouf. Nope. Mr. Little Shia LaBeouf. Nope. Mutt Williams has confirmed that... Mutt Williams has confirmed. <laughs> the, the fictional character confirmed this. Uh, <laughs> it was, it's was. it been confirmed that Mutt Williams, Shia LaBeouf's character, will not come back for the fifth movie. Oh, no. I know. So sad. He's not going to swing on vines? With <sighs> with animated monkey. He's not, man. He's not. Uh, well, it's you sucks. know, we'll have to make do without him, I think. I guess so. And it's yeah. going to be okay because Indiana Jones, Disney wants to take the franchise further after the fifth movie. Sure. They uh, should uh, have the guy playing young Han Solo be his son in the movie. They should. Um, they should. Whatever that guy's name is. Uh, I don't care. I was trying to think of it, but I couldn't. Um, but yeah, they want to go forward after this um, as a continuum or reboot. And Disney CEO Bob Iger, Iger? Yeager. <laughs> had this to say <clears throat> this is a quote it's not really a reboot it's a boot a reboot what? i don't know is he canadian <laughs> <laughs> that's just what he said man he might be a canadian i don't know what's eiger eager it sounds canadian it sounds yeah dirty canuck hey. right there hey what stand your side of the stand your side of the wall brother there's no wall <laughs> <laughs> not yet what if that was what if we, we should <laughs> you know what was, I'm cool with Mexico. Yeah. Let's wall out those Canadians. What if, like, like whoops, flips it around us, Trump this whole time is like, we're going to build a wall, and he just builds it in the north. He hates Canadians. So we just watched, there's a couple trailers that came out uh, recently, and we watched a couple of them uh, yep. before we, doing this. We watched a few trailers. Yeah, a couple of them. Uh, you want to talk about some? Uh, Snowman. You want to talk about Snowman? I mean, it's not much to talk about other than that it looks creepy as fuck. That's what I wrote down. It looks so good. Yeah, it does. It looks pretty good. It's um, maybe it's because of the snow, man. <laughs> Just something about snow, man. Yeah, man. And no, Michael I... Fassbender, he's a he's a creepy fellow. You know, it looks like it's gonna be like a good Fassbender, like uh, performance, which I feel like we haven't gotten in a while. Fuck you, Fassbender. Uh, <laughs> gonna call out all the actors who we got jason statham after us now we got michael uh, fassbender yeah. we're gonna call you all out you're gonna come kick our asses in this fallout shelter <sighs> god damn it um and then uh let's see uh, we watched the trailer for this uh this film this flick the blade of the immortal oh my god it looks pretty badass it looked really badass like you know there's there's nothing better than like real life anime like, yeah right like like i like i said it looks like Dynasty Warriors at some ports, ports, <laughs> points. Look, we watched another trailer. We're not gonna get into it, but it looks all right. We're not gonna even say <laughs> anything about it, but it looked okay, right? That was another trailer, and it was all right. It looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's you know, because you know what we're doing. We're sneaking around the subject. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to turn the page sneakily. Uh, so we watched uh, we watched sneakers tonight, man. Yeah. Which, movie I've never heard of or seen. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to just start off by... I'm going to run through the cast real quick. Let's do it. And then we'll get a quick and synopsis. And as, the, you, as you say this cast, I just want to remind everyone, this is a movie no one's ever heard of. 
uh, with this star-studded 90s cast. It's yeah. it's really crazy that no one's heard of this movie or seen it. <clears throat> I'm sure people some people saw did this. See it. I didn't see this. So star star-studded cast. Right. So we've got Robert Redford as the main character, uh, Martin Marty Bishop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got uh, old uh, Sidney Portier as uh, Donald Kreese. Dan Aykroyd as Mother. Uh, River Phoenix, Carl. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, then uh, this guy, who the guy who played Whistler, uh, David uh, Strathram. I can't pronounce his name. Right. But um, he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him. He's been around, man. And he was. I mean, all these guys. They're all. They're all great at their roles. I thought. Um, yeah, sure. And then we got uh, Ben Kingsley. He's the uh, Cosmo. Yep, the villain. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, and Mary McDonnell as Liz, the interest of yep. love. And then we got um, <laughs> like smaller characters, like uh, Donald Logue. He plays a small uh, a, a small bit as right. the uh, mathematician, uh, Doctor Gunter Jenick. And uh, then Timothy Busfield and Eddie Jones. They play the two thugs that uh, work for the NSA. The quote-unquote NSA. Right. And uh, I know Timothy Bus... I don't know, Busfield, Busefield, whatever. He's from... Uh, I recognize... He, he's been in a bunch of shit, but I recognize him mostly from um, uh, West Wing. He's the uh, oh. he's a reporter on that, so... Which is a really... I don't, yeah, I don't watch that show, but... It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty okay. He's done other things in his career. He's done things, yeah. But, uh, man, like, what a crazy... Oh, and then James Earl Jones, he shows up at the oh, end. Weird. Which, you know... He's not even... He's not even, like... On the fucking main, like, as the cast is rolling, you don't even see him. No, uh-huh. I didn't notice it. No. Yeah, it's it, pretty cool. Very good. Um, But uh, do you want to do a quick, do you want to run down this flick real quick? It's pretty, uh, flick real quick. But, uh, yeah, pretty much the movie is, uh, so Robert Redford, uh, Marty Bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and his buddy. So, yeah, him and his buddy Cosmo, um, they're, like, hackers and, like, the late 60s? Yeah, like 69? 1969, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they're transferring funds from, like, the Nixon campaign. And they're just, you know, they're Robin Hoods. Mm-hmm. And they feel good about it, and Cosmo gets arrested. Robert Redford runs away. Right. Flashback. Mm-hmm. Cut to present time, 1992. I'm going to assume that, it, like, the film was made in 92, I assume. That must be. I mean, they don't, I don't yeah. know. It's always, so, weird. Uh, it's always weird to me when they do, like a time card for like one era, but then they don't for the next because yeah, unless you know when the movie came out, then it's kind of like, it's like, Oh, this is 2017. That's crazy time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, he runs a crew with mm. the actors we listed yep. and, uh, they break securities, securities, they break security <laughs> systems for, uh, like banks and whatnot. Right. To show vulnerabilities mm-hmm. and he gets paid for it. And that's what he does. And, uh, he gets, approached by a couple of NSA agents mm-hmm. and they tell him they have a job for him because they know his true identity which I don't remember what his actual name was. Uh, it was Martin Bryce. Yeah. Clever name change there, Mar- Martin Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's you know I, was, I thought about that too cuz it's kind of it's very similar, but then it's like it's it's kind of like hiding in plain sight, you know what I mean? Sure. It's like if you change his name to like you know Carl Winslow or something like that, people are gonna start to turn their heads. Yeah. Because they're gonna be like, "That's the guy from Family Matters." Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Carl. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they tell him that uh, there's this mathematician who has got this box mm-hmm. and they want it. Yeah. 
and, and, and if he if he retrieves it, they'll clear his his past records mm-hmm. of hacking and right. whatnot, and they'll. Yeah, which is really stupid. Yeah, and but. then they'll, they'll clear his pass, and they they give him one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. So you know, him and his yep. team can split that up. Money incentive. Yeah. So you know, so yeah. So he convinces the team to do the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go. They get the box. They get a cool heist scene. Mm-hmm. It's not that cool, but it's not really that cool. Yeah. They get the box, and uh, then they find out that this box is actually like the ultimate code breaker, mm-hmm. and they can. Hack into any system in the in any United si- States. Yeah, any system. Which is really weird. Yeah. But sure, you know, 90s hacking movies. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, this thing does this. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, move, move this wire. It's, yeah. It's so, done. then he finds out, uh, does NSA agents aren't actually agents. Nope. They're, they're working for, dun, dun, dun. His old buddy Cosmo. Yes, and he had mentioned that uh, Cosmo had died in prison. Yep. Previously, but it turns out that turns out he's not dead. He's he turned into Ben Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good on him, man. Because <laughs> he looked like good Ke- transformation. Yeah, he looked like Kevin Pollock when he was younger. Yeah, right. Looked like a big dickhead. Yeah. <sighs> just, uh, like, just like you, Kevin. <laughs> so uh, Kingsley gets the box, mm-hmm. and then you get your final heist of them trying to get the box back. Right. So they can clear their names. So they can still clear his name. Yeah, pretty much. Only yeah. this time without the money. Yeah, they don't get any Cause money. Because that money was never, never actually on the table. Yeah, it was really just a gun and a briefcase. Yeah. And uh, and that's it. They get the box back, and then they give it to the actual NSA. Yep. In turn for a bunch of favors. Mm-hmm. That's the movie. Yeah, a bunch Snickers. of A bunch of nice, sexy favors. Uh, now, I think this movie did a lot of things right. Yeah. I think it did. Like, the, it, um... It like, was very, like, um... It was just very cliche in almost every single way. Yeah. I mean, but I guess when I say they did a lot of things right, what I mean to say is that the actors themselves did a lot of things right. Okay. Uh, like, Dan Aykroyd, for example. His portrayal of, like, the, you know, conspiracy theorist, you know, right. guy. Like... He sold it, man. Yeah. He was great, you know, and like, you know, uh, the, all like all the different characters, like in their different like things, you know, you got River Phoenix as like, you know, the young kid, you know, yeah. but like he knows what he's doing, but he's still, you know, you can tell he's still a kid. Uh, you know, Robert Redford was amazing. Sidney Poitier, really great. Um, yeah. Like they all pulled their weight and did a really, they all put on really great performances. Uh, some scenes were a little shaky uh but that was because yeah. of the writing mostly yeah not because sure. like you know because of what they were well, I mean, yeah it's it's like you're you know it's a it's a caper it's a heist flick right but it's filmed in 1992 so you're limited by technology mm-hmm. a and b like ideas that you're not playing off of from older heist movies yeah which you know if you watch like a lot of a lot of this movie reminded me of like oceans 11 yeah but i feel like oceans 11 like obviously took a lot from the original mm-hmm. but it, it was able to pull things from movies like this like, yeah and all your early like 90s things and they were able to take the best of all those all these type of movies mm-hmm. and make a much better film but right but i mean you know like but so you're saying that it's the because of the time is why it was hindered right so you think if we were watching this like fresh if they were to reboot this movie right now yeah. I think it would be much better. Because the actual plot's not bad. It's not a bad plot. It's actually yeah. it's pretty decent. And, like, a lot of, like, when they're actually doing, like, the heist stuff, yeah. for the most part, like, like when they're, um, 
like the heist, the, their their first heist before we realized that they were just you know when they're robbing a bank, but right. really they're they're not robbing a bank. Yeah, I mean, well, they, right. are, they are, but they give it back. Yeah, they're so giving it's like, the money back. It's like they're fishing for sport. Yeah, robbing for sport. Can that be a thing? But, sure. you know, I thought it was really good, like, the way it was done. You know, and then even, like, you know, all the sneaky surveillance stuff that they do and, you know, the how they get into um, Cosmo's facility, like, towards the end to get the box, right. you know? Like, yeah. how uh, Carl, uh, River Phoenix, he goes in as the gardener. Right. And then sneaks up and then, you know, they have a decoy Dan Aykroyd outside and the guy's like, oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. there's a lot of things done well. Um, the scene, after they get the box from... Uh, the mathematician, when they have that that heist, which isn't so great, yeah, they're having that celebration party, and when they realize what the box is, I thought that was a really cool scene. Yeah, it was it was an interesting scene. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but I, I kind of liked it and I kind of didn't. Like, I, all right, so in this scene, mm-hmm. they're celebrating to they get this box, and uh, Whistler, the the blind guy in the group, yes, he uh, is starting to realize what this box does. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's, like, working on a computer, and he's figuring it out. Simultaneously, Robert Redford is playing Scrabble with his buds. Mm-hmm. And suddenly is like, I need to decipher yeah. what these NSA guys meant uh, when they said... C-Tech uh, Astronomy. Yeah, because they... Why did they say that? Uh, it was... I thought it was written on the uh, on the box. It was written on the box. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, it was. Why it, would that be written on the box? Though? I don't know, man. So that feels... was that was a problem I had with that. I, I really liked uh, Whistler doing all the blind hacking into the box stuff. That yeah. was kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like me on a first date. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the weird like Scrabble him like word ciphering thing. Yeah, I I wasn't too stoked. About, and then they get the the, kooky, the goofy little jokes because then him and because uh, that's when Liz. Was the character? She comes yeah. in and she's helping him, and they're making the silly words. Yeah, and then they eventually just get it to say too many secrets. Right. But it's like, why would that be written on the box? It doesn't make any fucking sense. For the good scenes, then the like the the things that made the movie bad, like the bad, the, what really took away from the scenes that could have been really great were those things like that, like the right. um, like the Scrabble stuff, you yeah. know, and. Whatnot, like trying to like shoehorn in some like really like, you know, fluffy, fun, you know, humor. Where right. I feel like it would have done better if it was just like more of a straight like. Keep it more serious. Yeah, like if it was like yeah. a straight like you know, you know, hacker spy like yeah. you know espionage like type like you know whatever movie like, darken it up a little bit because yeah, for every because for, because it felt like for every time we had like a dark scene, it was directly followed by a really light scene. Oh, of course. And, yeah. and even if it was like within the same scene. Yep. Um take like the the confrontation like the the end confrontation after uh Marty goes into Cosmo's facility. <laughs> Should we talk about how he has to walk? We'll get to that. That's going to be cracked. That's going to be yeah. But That's so stupid. But when he gets the box and then, you know, Cosmo's like, "Look, I'm not going to kill you. I can't kill you." You know, cuz we're buds. We're we're my best friend. Oh, but these guys can. Yeah. And it's like And then he just walks away. He just walks away. And you know, but then up on the rooftop, he's like he's like he's pleading. He's like, You can't leave me. Yeah. Don't leave me. But he's got a gun to his head. Yep. It's like 
how am I supposed to feel? Yeah. I didn't get it. Like, am I supposed to feel like, I didn't feel like his character was in any, like, I didn't feel like Robert Redford. He never was in danger. No, whatsoever. because the guy is like literally saying like, he's like crying to him while he's got a gun to him. He's like, <laughs> I can't kill you. I won't shoot you. Yeah. Please don't leave. And it's like, why even have the gun, man? Yeah. Like, but I don't know. Um, I wanted to bring up the, the crew's incentive to do the job. The and that, like the incentive was $175,000. Right. This is split between five people. Uh-huh. So and I know it's 92, mm-hmm. so that's a lot more money. Right. But that's only $35,000 a person. Mm-hmm. It's not that much money. Even in 92. That's like a year's salary if you have a really good job. Dude, did you see how much work they had to do to get the box? Yeah. Like, they didn't have to do anything. But they didn't know that. They had the threat of being killed. Oh, yeah. Remember, okay. it was the whole him being like, I need you guys to help me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm going to go to jail. Also, we're going to split 170. Okay. And all of them were like, whoa, like, that's so much money. Right. So are we, are we just supposed to assume these guys are just broke? Mm. Guys who could break into any bank anywhere. <sighs> that was a thing, too. Like do all these all these crimes and capers. Yeah. And they They have no money. They can't. 35K is like. I'll risk my entire life and everything I know for that. Mm. I mean, wouldn't you? No. Even. What? No. I'm not even saying anything. I feel like you're just <laughs> doubting yourself. Stop looking at me. <laughs> what? All right. What? I'll do it. <laughs> you got me. Easy. 35K? Hell yeah. In the bag, baby. Um, Is there uh, a... How'd you feel about all right? And I brought this up earlier, like mm-hmm. using uh like the classic, like tropes. Okay. Which like uh, like I said, like Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. It just kept reminding me of that. So you get like all these things as you're doing a heist, right? And it's cool things you see in movies. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, there was a scene when he first got into the hotel to get the box, and he had the birthday cake and the balloons. Oh yeah, actually, you know what? We'll step back just a hair on that when he shows up and you have uh river phoenix's character carl trying to and he's arguing with the, he's the delivery driver or, or delivery guy yeah he's supposed to be dro- he's dropping off some drano or something like that yeah like and he, pallet of yeah. drano and so he's arguing with the uh the front desk man and which creates the diversion for robert redford to come in with the, bl- the well, cake well he comes in and he says uh he's like he's like has my wife shown up with a cake you know we're having a party for mary or whatever on, on the, the second floor on the second floor and, you know, he's like, he's like, what? And he's arguing with River Phoenix. And then yep. the car honks. And he goes out and gets the cake and balloons. And so the guy just, you know. Buzzes him in. Well, he, he yells at him, you know, which is good. Because he's like, he's like, hey, I can't get my, his hands are full. He's like, I can't get my key card to get up, you know, to yeah. get, can you buzz me through? Hey, can you buzz me the fuck through or whatever? And then yeah. the guy's like, ooh, uh, buzzes him through to argue with yeah. River Phoenix. I thought it was good. Yeah. Which is classic heist trope. Right. Yeah. The, the diversion. Mm-hmm. The other guy gets through. But then I was also disappointed because he had the balloons. And I was like, those are definitely going in front of that surveillance camera. Mm-hmm. That was, it was a misstep. They could have, they could have done it. You know, they could have, it could have been just like a, uh, cause he did, he did just set them down. Yeah. They just floated. It, well, he set them up. He just dropped, or he just let him go. And they like, <laughs> geez, he didn't drop anything. Well, how do you drop balloons, man? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's crazy to say that you I mean, you let balloons glow, go, but like, you know, I mean, it's like if I were to drop anything right now, just drop this pen. I'm not 
I'm just letting it go. Yeah. Hmm. Balloons, though. I'm not going to say drop anymore. D- like, do you say drop balloons? No, you let them go. All right. But I'm just not going to say drop for anything anymore. Like, because I feel like it's like, oh, man, I dropped my pizza. No, nah, man, I let my pizza go. Dang, don't talk about the pizza. Yeah. I know it's in the other room right now. It's in the other house right now. Uh, the pizza. Other house, because I have five houses. Um, um yeah, but, but yeah, that was a missed opportunity to do something cool like that. You know, you're right. I yeah. would have, I would like to see that, just for a little more sneaky shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, how'd you feel about? So then after that, he gets over and there's like a keypad on the hotel room door. <laughs> yeah. So he's talking in his earpiece. He's like, I gotta get through this keypad. Mm-hmm. And then you have the cool scene where he's just like, okay, okay, and you can't hear the other side. And then he just kicks the door in. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, thought, that was really good. I thought it was pretty good. I, I feel like. You don't see much of that, actually. Mm-hmm. But, but, the, Robert Redford, man, he was so good in this. Like I thought, yeah. at least. Like, because then the because then the following scene when he goes into the office to grab the box and then he's confronted with um, uh, Gunther's uh, lover, his mistress, his mistress. Well, just lover, I guess. Not really mistress. Yeah. Well, this is his side piece, regardless. Well, whatever it is, yeah. So yeah. he uh, that whole scene because he's trying to talk his way out of because she walks in on him like stealing the box and so he's trying to talk his way out of it so he's using his buddies in the uh in the van or whatever to you know feed him inf- information right and you know it's a lot of like him making faces it's like mm-hmm, like stalling you yeah because like, they're they're trying to tell him names and tell him things that she you know like who let you in here yeah and he's like who did let me in here uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile they're stumbling around trying to figure out names and things like that yeah, yeah to, that was a good scene kind of make up some story for him and then you know let them, there's like that stupid that, i guess that was the sexual reference right yeah yep there it was we're not gonna say it because that'd be too much of a spoiler but by the way this whole it's a whole spoiler podcast. This is a spoiler podcast, and we never mentioned that, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, one day I might remember to do that at the top of the hour, um, but I won't. I'm just going to drop this pen. Yep. Fuck, let I it just, go. I'm going to put it down here. Yeah, you said fucking, dropped already. fucking with it. Um, but no, this is one of those hard ones to talk about because it's, I mean, for me at least, I didn't think there was too much to really complain about. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a fun... It's a fun '90s fucking crime caper, baby. Yeah, like for like as like, you can only say it's bad because of the time, for the most part. Yeah, you know, you can and blame the time the movie was made. Right, and like you know, the thing that we try to do on this show is you know we kind of watch a movie and then pick it apart, and you know because it's pretty bad for the most part. But this actually has a lot of good going for it, but there are some bad things about it. There sure are, and that will take us right into our next segment of this podcast. A segment we hold near and dear to our hearts. And what's that What's that segment called, Ben? Uh, it's a segment we like to call Cracks the Can. It's time to gripe about this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Um, you know what? Yeah, I'll start with something, I guess. Um. So when we meet uh, Mary McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald, whatever her fucking character, uh, when we meet the character Liz, Liz. Uh, when she's introduced and Marty goes in to see her, uh, immediately the first thing she says is, "We're not getting back together." Yeah. And then, it's, she just keeps repeating it. Yeah. Is that what you're? Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna say this? Yeah. I wrote it down. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, "What is she? Taylor Swift?" It, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's immediately she's like she's like we're not gonna get back together and it's like all right. And then they talk a little bit longer in that scene, and then she repeats again, 
we're not getting back together. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I got it. And then she tells someone else. Right, exactly. She's like, oh, it's so good to see you guys together again. It makes my heart jump for joy or whatever. Yeah, and and she's she's like, we are never, ever, ever. That's that's, (laughs) T-Swift? Where'd you come from? What happened to me? No, yeah, I I had a huge problem with that, too. I felt felt like her, the writing for her character was really, like, lackluster. Right. Because her character also didn't do much. She was, she was, like, the only female character in this movie besides, um... Uh, uh, what's his face is uh, a Jenik, whatever his uh, his love intro, his his mistress, as right, we called yeah. it a minute ago. She was the only female character in this. I mean, even like after they're celebrating from when they get the box, yep, they're all just dancing with her, they're taking the turns just dancing yeah. with her, which is strange. But you know, it's a it's, really strange scene, actually. Yeah, it, was, it was really strange. They really decorated that place up, too, didn't they? <laughs> just balloons and like banners and shit everywhere. And why did why did why does why did uh Sydney Poitier's character um Donald Crease why did he uh <laughs> why did he bring his like entire family to the party? He brought his wife and yeah, his daughter. I, it's like, "Hey, we just did some illegal shit. Stole from some guy. Come party." Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Da- I'm dancing by the way. I see. Yeah, you got <laughs> good moves while staying on the mic. Mm, yeah, thanks. No problem. It's cuz my head doesn't even move while I dance. <laughs> Because I'm a white guy. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> um, the music. <laughs> Goddamn music. You know, it's funny. I had the music as a plus at first, but then as it just went on, it just got really... It was so bad. What's the guy's name? You... James Horner. Yeah. Which James Horner, I mean, he's... He's done a lot of things. He's He did fucking... He's still doing things after he's dead, somehow. <laughs> um, but, you yeah, know, James Horner, he's done a lot of oh, stuff man. in Hollywood. He did Avatar. He did... Uh, Probably yeah. he did probably feel the dream. I feel like this movie was a contractual like obligation for him. It was the music was so bad. Mm-hmm. It pulled me out of so many scenes that were like kind of good scenes and decent scenes, and you just get this shitty piano just like, dun, 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 dun. like the you know like the final heist when it's stressful. Yeah, and you just get this weird piano thing going on, and I was like, what? Is- what is this music? It's like the it's like the music overcompensated all the time. Yeah. Like in like a really intense scene, the music was too intense. Over the top. Like and then, way over the top. And then during like a lighthearted scene, it was too like fluttery and like yeah. whimsical, like even, you know, like yeah. it just it was too hard one way or the other, you know? Yeah. It just he couldn't meet his middle ground and just be normal fucking music. Yeah. I, well and uh speaking of one of those really intense shitty parts <laughs> i imagine that brings your next point there, for a bad scene it made the scene even worse <laughs> yeah so okay so um when if, if you've seen this movie you're probably following this a little bit better than we're explaining it but that's okay because you know maybe our voices are just are just, They're just magical soothing for you and <laughs> there's may, something yeah but he so in order to get into cosmos Facility ultra secret hidden layer. Yeah, it's which is a a toy store. It's a toy. It's 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 a toy factory. Um, it's not a toy store. Yeah, it's a factory. It's a difference. Actually, it's not even a factory. Yeah, there's nothing factory esque about it. This is a whole building that just makes toy. Whatever. Who cares? There are no toys anyway. Yeah, that dog. I played dead. Okay. (laughs) Um. (laughs) But no, so in order to get like through Cosmo's uh, office, Martin has to. There's like intense uh, 
motion sensors that can they, they're not just motion sensors they sense uh motion heat you know uh sound everything yep all of it all in one yeah so big sensors yeah so he gets in but so they have to go so carl has to go in uh and he goes in first and like i said i mentioned earlier he whatever he goes in and he has to like change the thermos thermos the temperature of the office to match you know 98.6 degrees you know yep. humans temperature usually blah, blah, blah. and so but so that's fine whatever you got to make which, the, make it hotter yeah which also those sensors didn't detect that the whole room is hotter i guess it was a gradual thing sure yeah no i'll give them that all right yeah i mean you know they kind of yeah. go with it so um, they make the whole room they make the whole body room, temp body temp so all he has to do is just walk in the room, grab the box, walk out. But the thing is, because of the sensors, the motion sensors, he has to move at uh, no faster than two inches per second. Yep. Whatever that equates to. Which know. is him slow walking. Like, <laughs> so slow. So he's walking so slow across this room. And there's a shot of him where just it cuts to the guys in the van or whatever. Then it cuts back to him walking across the room. And he's fucking walking like a goddamn snail mm-hmm. and there's this music you know dun 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 and it's like it's that music doesn't yeah it's not necessary yeah, there's nothing happening it's like the most intense fucking like music yeah. for like the most dramatic intense scene and this guy's just snail crawling like <laughs> across the fucking floor yeah and i mean he's not crawling he's walking right. but which i mentioned when we were watching it too i thought to myself like well, definitely there's going to be some problem with him in the hot room walking so slow because he's going to be in there for quite some time yep. that he's going to start to build up some sweat, which he didn't at all. He didn't sweat whatsoever. If I was in a room that was 98.6 degrees, oh I'd be... Oh, my God. My balls would be on the ground. You know yeah, what I mean? Don't put... <laughs> but yet he has no... Don't pro- put me in a 100-degree room. Yeah, I thought there was going to be some, like, Mission Impossible shit where he's going to have to catch his, like, own, like, fucking, like, sweat drops, but then his sweat drops would, like fall faster than two seconds but apparently the sensors minute. weren't that good in 92 because there was a fish tank yep and fish are just swimming all around <sighs> motion sensor free martin is forced to move at two inches per minute but the fish in the office can just bolt it is what i said bolt it i like that bolt it yeah so it was pretty uh pretty gnarly yeah. man that whole scene sucked yeah. um <laughs> uh whistler Whistler and his amazing, amazing powers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was Daredevil. Dude. I had no <laughs> idea he was Daredevil. I, he could drive cars? He could drive. Well, yeah. Well, no. I was amazed when he was able to compose the sound of, of the road. Of the road. <laughs> on a keyboard. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So that was pretty crazy. But no. They have he, a superhero on their team. Cause there's a scene in the movie where Martin, he, um, after they retrieved the box originally... And they bring it to the NSA, which, by the way, it's just two random guys. Two guys that work for yeah, this guy, just, Cosmo. I um, said that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, so he goes back to, like, try to, like, find out where the box is. Ends up, like, getting, like, in some kind of thing where he... Cosmo has, captures him. No, yeah, Cosmo gets him. He, whatever. But he's in his in the back of his car. And they're trying to figure out, like, how to get to Cosmo. Because I was, I was in a trunk of a car. I had no idea. And that's yeah. how, that's where uh, Whistler comes in. He's like, well, what... What did what did the road sound like? Did you go over any bridges? And they're all like, "Whoa, this bridge was closed," or you know, that bridge there was no tunnel. And then he's like, "Did it sound like this?" And then he pulls <laughs> he up on the playing it on a keyboard on a keyboard somehow. Which what? why does he have those road sounds just mapped on a keyboard? Did he make them himself? I I don't know, man. Do you think he goes around and just records roads? 
I mean, that's probably how he drove the car at the end, too. And didn't die because he crashed directly into the building? Right into a wall. Well, it's my belief that Whistler is... He's Daredevil. He's Daredevil, you're right. Yeah. Do you think he grows up... Well, maybe he'd be Stick, I guess. <laughs> stick. He kind of looks... He, <laughs> he looks like he grows to become Stick, right? Fast forward. <laughs> stick. All right. That, uh, that's going to wrap it. Yep. Uh, what, do you, what do you say? Do or don't? Uh, you know, I say do. I yeah. say do. Yeah. A, I mean, it's it's a good it's a good little gem from the uh, early '90s. Something that I'm glad to have yeah. watched. Yeah, and it, like I said, it was weird. Uh, I've never even heard of this movie. Yeah. But, uh, it, yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, it's got a 7.1 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Four mm. out of five stars. Right, and I mean, like, it's pretty the, good. Yeah, and the 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 cast has got good credentials. The uh, yeah, you got Dan Aykroyd riding right off Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Even though he's he's not really in the movie that much, he's kind of like a side character. But what Robert Redford, early '90s. Fucking solid, man. I do. Robert Redford's great, man. He's a yeah. He's, you know what's? I want to mention this. The because uh, I couldn't help but I can't help but think some like when I watch like uh, movies and I see like actors that, that have been like in Marvel movies when Ben Kingsley and Robert Redford are sitting mm. there talking and I'm like, hey, look, it's yep, it's it's them. But Marvel's taken every actor in Hollywood. So. It's true. They got them all now, even Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So I give it a do. It's good. What yeah. do you? Uh, what... I, I give I give it the do. Also, mm-hmm. um, I kind of wish it wasn't as long, but yeah, it was kind of long. It had some really dragging parts, but yeah, definitely oh. give it a do. Uh, mainly because I fucking love heist movies. Mm-hmm. It was it was decent. It was decent. So there so, it is. There's that. All right. So look, this is a this is two dicks picks, where we uh, give you the picks of our dicks. Wait. No, our picks. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, follow follow Ben on Instagram. It's uh, Ben's dick. At Instagram. At Instagram. Yeah, we <laughs> can give away all of our stuff. Yep. Uh, no, no. This is uh, two dicks picks where we're two dicks and uh, we're just gonna give you some of our picks of the week. Yep, we give you our picks whether you like it or not. Yep. Yep. What do you got? Anything good? I got a couple things. I got all I have is from last night, dude. All right, so well, then if you only have one, sh- it's just one. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm you gonna, gonna get through it. I'm Fine. gonna do it. Yeah, right, do it. Uh, so I had to work at 5:30 in the morning today. Yes, yes you did. And uh, it was about 10 p.m. last night that I laid down. I was like, all right, I gotta go to bed. I was too worried, man. I haven't wo- I haven't woken up that early in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll put something on, and then I go to my secret privated uh pirate stream site okay about the unibomber okay and it's uh what the fuck was it called it's like following the unibomber or some shit okay it was pretty good but i watched eight episodes what the fuck man is that why you didn't sleep yeah (laughs) so it was like (laughs) and they're hour-long episodes so uh so you so you forfeited instead of sleeping eight hours <laughs> i watched eight episodes of the show yeah and it's i guess it's still going because yeah. uh it ended and the show's definitely not done uh-huh. and i wish i i should have probably wrote down what it was actually called but it's on discovery and uh Let's pull it it's about the unibomber i would like to watch that it's pretty good because i like uh you know i like bombs i like bombs and um i started watching uh dark gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Yeah. Uh, but no, so I'm like, I think I have like one more episode of the first season that I have to get through, or right. not, not get through, but watch, because it's actually pretty good. 
but um it's from uh from it's based on the novels from uh douglas adams who we know from uh you know hitchhiker's guide you right. know all that stuff yeah and it kind of like follows the uh this like kind of like bumbling like uh guy dirk gently he's kind of like a like a Doctor Who-ish like character at first, but then he kind of like so he's a he's always an asshole. He yeah, well he's yeah. just kind of yeah he's yeah yeah pretty much yeah. It's got Elijah Wood, uh, and he kind of okay. like he kind of he kind of like comes into his life and like disrupts it and like brings him like on this uh, this ca- this case. Yeah. Um, but then it uh it kind of like it just gradually grows and like organically grows into more of like what I felt is sort of more like a superhero type show. Okay. Where it deals with um like uh body swapping and like time travel yeah the old body swapping yeah like it, it's it's actually it's pretty damn good um the like the main villain or the villain who's revealed later on as you know the villain like his reveal is probably one of the best villain reveals i've seen in a long time and super badass yeah and it's actually yeah it's actually really really good and i've been like what f- what is this on how how do i watch this uh well you can watch it on hulu which I pay for, of course. Or you can watch it on BBC, but it's on Hulu or however you stream your okay. material. But yeah, it's actually pretty good. It's only like, I think it's like nine episodes right. the first season. It's good stuff. There it is. That's some shuffling the papers. The papers are they just got straightened out? You know what? Banged on the table. That's it. <laughs> episode's over. That's it. All we're, right, we're done. Guess where you can find us? We can find us on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, <laughs> all the above. Uh, check us out at Two Guys Four Eyes. Uh, it's the same for every one of those fucking things. Yeah, except for uh, YouTube, it's probably just some random letters and no, characters. Oh yeah, that's right. We we can't actually. We don't have, have enough subscribers yet for that. Hey, subscribe to YouTube. Uh, it's. It's free. It doesn't cost shit. Just give us a nice little thumbs up, subscribe thing, whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah, uh, we're actually we're gonna start, hopefully, trying to do uh, a new segment specifically for YouTube only. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much just yet. Yeah, we want to do uh, like a video series for that. Yeah, um, we'll reveal that uh, obviously if and when that happens. Right. But if it doesn't happen, then just forget you heard this. Oh, no, no. Oh, I was going to say, um, we're going to be doing... Are we doing cheaters next week? Not cheaters. I said cheaters the other no, fucking night, no. too. God damn it. It's hackers. Ugh. Can we just do the show cheaters? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm your host. Uh, what was his name? I don't fucking mm, know. Randy Johnson. That guy was a dickhead there. Hey, he was. I think it was Dick Greco or something like that. <laughs> or he was it a... might have been something Greco, honestly. Greco. Oh. Yeah. Dick Greco. <laughs> Yep. Fuck it. This is a great send-off. Fuck it. But yeah, so we're going to be doing uh, Hackers next week, so we're going to keep with the uh, 90s Hackers theme, I guess. Yeah, apparently. Which is fine with me. Two in a row. Why not? Was it Brad Renfro in that? Is that who was in it? Was it Devin Sawa? <laughs> what? Devin Sawa? Sawa. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's it. So I hope you liked the episode, and come back next week. We'll, 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 we're, we're, we'll talk about that. <laughs> and, uh... And... <laughs> In the meantime, guys and ladies. Oh, no, don't say it. Take it easy. There it is.